0: euro 2020 21 on the soccer gambling podcast simulcasting on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by Winbet. get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to 500 terms and conditions apply get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today we're also brought to you by cause light when you're sweating out your bets remember to take some time to chill and grab the perfect cold refreshment cause light We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com and the promo code SGP. And finally, we're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Our app is now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. The SGPN app gives you easy access to all our picks, podcasts and the exclusive place to enter our contests, including the $1,000 NBA Finals free roll. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or the Google Play Store today. You are listening to your Euro 2021 Group A preview here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. We are simulcasting as usual for these group breakdowns on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow them at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. Also, check out my website, LockBetting.com. We've spoken that al- about that a lot this week. You guys know that's where you can get all of my official plays, not only for Euro 2021, but for all sports, including the NBA playoffs, the NHL, the MLB, boxing, and both of the tennis grand slams that are taking place this month. I've taken my clients to 96 months in a row, transparent Track Profit, and I'm looking for the 97th this month. Let's address the elephant on in the room early here. That music for this championship is very, very underwhelming. Now, I don't know if we just feel this way about every music because the Champions League music gives you such a buzz when you hear it. But I do find the Europa League music underwhelming and I find this uh, Euro 2021 track very, very underwhelming. But get used to it. That's what we're going to be playing for the entire month. Hopefully the football compensates for it as we take a look at our first group here, Group where Italy are the favorites not only because they play all of their games in Rome but Italy are a massively improving force here in European football they had a bit of a down period but they have improved massively under the guidance of Roberto Mancini now this is a guy who is an outrageously talented player, and he is obviously now a manager. He won the league with Manchester City. There are good grounds for for um, for arguing that Mancini is a world class coach as a player, he won Serie A titles with Sampdoria and Lazio. However, as a coach, he has not only won three Serie A titles with Inter Milan. But he was the only, only the second Italian to win the Premier League trophy. As the Italy coach has thus far been outstanding, qualifying for the uh, Euro 2020 competition with style. And he has a record that reads 21 wins, seven draws, and only two defeats from 30 games in charge. And uh, his approach is also illuminating because everybody for years, for decades, associated Italy with defence first. He still has a solid defence, but this is the most attack minded Italian team that we have seen for many years. So you'll see a very, very different Italy coming into this tournament. The Italians are the rightful favourites here to win this group. They are priced up at four to seven. The Swiss of Switzerland are available here at nine to two. The Turks of Turkey at five to one. And the Welsh of Wales are available here At 8-1. The qualifying from the group odds see Italy at 1-20 to get out of this group. The second favourites are difficult to split. Switzerland have a narrow edge of 1-2 above Turkey who are here available at 8-15. And Wales are seen as the underdogs here at even money. Wales are the favourites here to finish in last place at 5-4 with Switzerland at 9-4. Turkey at 9-4 also with Italy available at 14-1. The straight forecast market here is where you pick um, what order the two teams will finish in that qualifies. So Italy, along with Switzerland, is available here at 11 to 4. Italy alongside Turkey is available here at 11 to 4. Italy alongside Wales is available at 9 to 2. Switzerland to win the group with Italy as runners up at 15 to 2. Turkey to win the group with Italy as runners up to 8 to 1. And Wales to win the group with Italy as runners up at 14 to 1. It's bigger than 20 to 1 for anything else to happen. The dual forecast market sees Italy to go um. To go uh, top two with Switzerland at seven to four. Now this is a dual forecast; it's in any order. Italy with Turkey to be the top two in any order at fifteen to eight, and Italy and Wales in any order here at ten to three. Switzerland and Turkey at, in any order to be the top two is at ten to one. And Switzerland and Wales any order is sixteen to one. Turkey and Wales also available at sixteen to one. The exact finish odds for this group: it's five to one for Italy, Switzerland, Turkey, Wales bottom. And it's also uh, five to one for Italy, Turkey, Switzerland, Wales bottom as well with Italy, Turkey, Wales with Switzerland bottom seven to one and Italy, Switzerland, Wales, Turkey bottom here at um 15 to two. It's 10 to one for anything bigger than that. So that's an extensive breakdown of the prices here available for this group. For me, this one is all about the Italians. I see the Italians winning the group and getting all the way through to a quarterfinal here against Belgium. I picked this out very, very early. It's a futures play where I circled the Italians to make it to the quarterfinals. And that doesn't necessarily have to be as the group winners. They could finish runners-up in this group somehow. I think that would be very, very poor form, given that this is quite a comfortable group, I think, here for Italy to win. But even if they do finish runners-up, even if they do finish in third place, because four third-place teams go through, I still like Italy to somehow manage to get through their last 16 games, because they have a lot of quality here in this team, and getting through to the quarterfinals. And I like the price here at 4-6, to six, but I think it's most likely they do it as the group winners. Three games here in Rome, that's a massive, massive advantage for the Italians. They begin the tournament on Friday against Turkey and then the second game is against Switzerland the third game is against Wales. All of these games are difficult because all of these teams will respect this Italian team and the personnel that they'll have and Italy will have to break all of these teams down. I don't think we're going to see many high scoring games here for Italy despite the fact that Mancini has improved this team and they are a much more attack minded team. You only have to look at the players here in the side. Yes, they do set up with the usual suspects at the back to give them that security. Chiellini and Bonici are still in this team. But out wide, I think they'll go with Fiorenzi. I think they'll go with Spinozola. In midfield, you have Verratti, you have Barella, you have Jorginho. And up front, Asinia, Immobile and Chiesa. Chiesa could be one of the big players in the tournament. He's not actually a contender for the best young player because he's 23. So you have to take him as the player of the tournament. And for him to do that, he's available at 80 to 1. Now that does offer... Some huge value. Although I do think Italy's tournament could end in the qu- at the quarterfinal stage. They could, they could get past Belgium because Belgium are a little bit weak going into this tournament. They don't really have Eden Hazard, or at least they don't have a 100% Hazard. They don't have a 100% De Bruyne. They have an aging backline where they're still relying on Betongan and Alderwilder. So their key man going into this tournament is Romelu Lukaku, obviously in 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 goal. They have Courtois, who's also solid, and they have a few other weapons to back them up as well. Uh, some creative weapons and. And, um, a solid midfield pairing when you're looking at Witzel and um, Tielemans as well. So they're still a very, very good team, but I don't think it would be a monumental upset to see Italy in the semi-finals. And if that does happen, you can guarantee that Federico Chiesa has had a very, very good tournament. He's had a good season with Juve, despite the fact that Juve fell short this season. Chiesa was a standout player, and I still think Cristiano Ronaldo had a relatively decent season for them. So I'm expecting Chiesa to have a good tournament if Italy do get through to that quarterfinal or even further than that. And he's massive at 80-1 to one to be the player here of the tournament. But as I was saying, Italy, they will find it difficult to break these teams down. They have been drawn against three teams who like to defend. I think the most open game on paper should be the opener. But notoriously, finals and openers aren't that open. The opener is usually very cagey. Teams come into the mindset where they they, they don't want to lose. There is some very, very odd mindset, always two opening ceremonies where nobody wants to lose it like it's uh, some sort of cup final and especially when we see a talent discrepancy here. Despite the fact that Turkey are a talented team, we've seen them beat France en route to qualifying for this tournament. I think they will set up defensively and allow Italy to have possession of the ball where Italy will have to break them down and Italy will be in that situation throughout this tournament. I think that's why they set up friendly games here to familiarise themselves with their opponents and um, we saw Italy playing a friendly game this week where they took on the Czech Republic expecting the Czechs to set up a defensive wall and making Italy break them down. Well, Italy handled that test very, very comfortably. They came away with a 4 0 win with Immobile managing to find the net in that one. He's another player I want to talk about here because Kiro Immobile could be a contender for the top scorer in the tournament. He's currently priced out as big as 25 to 1. And even if Italy do go out at the quarterfinal stage, Immobile playing five games would be enough for him to score five, maybe even six goals in his tournament because he is the key goal scorer here for this italian outfit and um i think that um he is a good good dark horse for the golden boot now looking at this italy team that played against the czechs I don't think it's going to be too different from the start in 11. When we're looking at these teams playing these friendlies, it's really only um, England and Gareth Southgate who have messed around a lot and have played a lot of squad players. In fact, they've played players who aren't even going to be in the squad. It was a very, very odd approach from England. Um, I'll I'll talk more about England when we get to the England podcast, but I've just watched them play today. And um, I really, really am downplaying their chances. I really am downplaying their approach. I think there's a lot of teams in better positions and, um, Italy they could be one of them they as I said their toughest test will come against Belgium but until we get to that point for me it looks like a very very good route to the quarterfinals who will go through here though with Italy because we've spoken a lot specifically about Italy here but we haven't really touched on the other teams it's worth noting that there is no second designated home team in this group The other group games will be played in Azerbaijan. Just to let you know how that works here at this early stage. All of the group games for each group will be played at two stadiums. So the designated stadiums for Group A are Rome and Baku. Baku is in Azerbaijan and Azerbaijan are not in this group. So there is no second designated home team. When we do Group B tomorrow, you will see all the games are played in Copenhagen or St. Petersburg. Now that means Russia get two home games in St. Petersburg and Denmark play three games in Copenhagen. When we cover Group C on Tuesday... They are in Bucharest and Amsterdam. That favours the Netherlands, but Romania are not in this group to take advantage of the games in Bucharest. So that one will just favour the Netherlands and then fi- finishing off when we get to Group D. Obviously, there's more groups, but I'm going to shut it down here at Group D. England are the designated home team. We get all of the games at home and Scotland are also in that group. They get to play two of their three matches in Glasgow. So we don't have that here. So there is no distinct advantage for either Wales, Switzerland or Turkey, I would lean very, very narrowly towards Turkey finishing second in this group. They've been very, very impressive in qualifying coming through a group which featured the world champions France and they handed France their only loss in that group as well. The most significant thing I noticed about Turkey's qualifying campaign was the number of goals that they conceded. They conceded just three goals in 10 qualifies to get through to this tournament. So this is a team that has a top-class defence. Undoubtedly, Italy are the toughest opposition, but Turkey did better in qualifying against stronger opposition, mainly down to their tough defence. So the opener could spring a big surprise here in this group. I'm not saying that Turkey will win the game, but they will certainly set up defensively here with Demerol, with Sionku of Leicester, Kilik and Meraz. They are the defensive four that Turkey played, the defense that only conceded three goals. They were set up in this 4-2-3-1 formation that at times will feel like a back six for Italy, hoping to get something from that game and also trying to nick something from that game. So the, the manager here, Gunez, is spoiled for choice. And the last time Senor Gunez was the Turkey manager, he guided them to third place In the 2002 World Cup, which is an unprecedented achievement for this Turkey team. And he is undoubtedly the greatest manager in Turkish history. That means the players will love him and they will want to play for him. So... I can't remember a time where there were so many Turkish players in top clubs in Europe's top five leagues. That's why I make them the favourites here to finish second above the Swiss here in this group. While uh, we've spoken about the defence, I also want to make mention of a couple of the attacking players here. A lot of you guys will be familiar with Kalinoglu. He plays for AC Milan and one player you might not be familiar with, but you should be, Is Burak Yilmaz here? He's 35 years old, yes, but he's an in-form striker who's just helped Lille win the league in France, and he was an absolutely key player for that. This will be his last major tournament, most likely, and um, he'll be looking to have a big tournament here for Turkey. He'll be a key man, and he'll be full of confidence, having helped Lille win the league in France, winning that league ahead of. PSG. So that's Turkey. Let's have a look at um, at Switzerland here. I'm not going to spend too much time on Wales. One thing I will say about Wales is that they are very, very defensively solid. They do cash a lot of unders, and I think this will be a tight group. But all of their play, all of their achievements will rely on Gareth Bale having a big tournament. So he's going to be absolutely key for Wales for me. I don't think that that's going to be enough. Despite having a good Euros last time out, I think Wales will fall short. And I think the three teams that could potentially qualify from this group will be between Italy, Turkey and Switzerland with with uh, Italy coming out on top and the other two battling for second, which is why I primarily focused on those three, as, namely Italy, of course, as the group winners. And then we've had a good look here at who might finish second. So we spent a lot of time there on Turkey and looking at this strong defence. The Swifts have been more consistent. Consistent over the years in these major tournaments and getting to them than the Turks have. However, coming into this tournament, despite winning their group, they won Group D relatively comfortably. Coming ahead of Denmark. They don't have that marquee win over France. They don't have that ridiculous defensive record that the Turks have. Although they're still impressive. They came through their group uh, with with eight games played. Five wins. Drew two and lost just one. 17 points. Scoring 19 goals and conceding just six. Conceding six goals in eight games still makes you a solid defense. And winning a group that featured Denmark and the Republic of Ireland. Still makes Switzerland a solid team here in this group. They are also coming into this in solid form. They have won their last six games in a row. They had a 7-0 win against Liechtenstein. They beat the USA 2-1, 3-2 against Finland, 1-0 against Lithuania, 3-1 away to Bulgaria, and 3-0 at home to the Ukraine. Prior to that, they were in a very, very tough uh, Nations League group where they held their own with two draws against Germany And a draw at home to Spain. They lost the way to Spain by just a single goal as well. So this is a solid, solid team. They have hung around and held their own against two of the best teams in Europe. So this is a tougher group than people will will, will think. I'm leaning towards Italy because Mancini has done such a fabulous job there. and And stylistically, they are just so different. And when you look at the personnel, they deserve a lot of credit for what they've done. Done across Europe, so much talent there, so much individual talent in the Italy team, and a solid backline. But it's by no means a given. That's why um, I like to take the the bigger price of Italy to reach the quarterfinal, as opposed to the shorter price here for Italy to win the group. As my futures lock coming out of this show, the reason being is because Italy have three games here where. You could make a case that they could draw their games against Switzerland and Turkey. You could make the case that they find these two teams difficult to break down. You could find they could find themselves in a position where despite dominating the ball, they are hit on a counter attack by the Turks or the Swiss or they do go behind to a set piece and they are chasing that game. Maybe they don't get the equaliser. Maybe they lose to one of these teams here in this group. Even Wales will be a difficult assignment. Maybe Italy just come through with five points and either Switzerland or Turkey have a better goal difference than them. I think you need two wins and and uh, and a draw to absolutely guarantee that you win any of these groups and I'm not guaranteeing that Italy are going to win two of these three games given the form and the pedigree that Switzerland and Turkey have coming into this tournament. They are much better teams than they're uh, getting credit for and people really need to delve into their records especially Turkey with them conceding just three goals into qualifying before you write off these teams and automatically leap to Italy but I think playing all the games in Rome is a massive advantage and I do think Italy will win this group I'm just a little bit more confident about them being able to navigate their next last 16 tie and winding up in that quarter final which will likely be against Belgium if Italy do emerge here as the group winners I think this team or this group rather will give us a third place qualifier I think both Switzerland and Turkey are strong and even though Wales who would have been a contender to get through as a third place team in any other group and despite having Gareth Bell, we've hardly spoken about him because I just can't make a case for Wales getting in the top two or even the top three here, despite they have a solid... But them having a solid defense and um, and doing well to reach this tournament I think they'll fall short I think there's too much reliance on Gareth bale um, he's shown this season at Tottenham that he still has moments of brilliance but he's also shown that he's not quite the same player he's not up to playing ninety minutes he's not impacting games as as, as often as he did and he wasn't really impacting big games he did make massive impact in, in against some of the smaller teams obviously he had a massive game against Sheffield United that we all remember. But in the big games, Bale got a little bit lost. I know he prefers playing for his country but the fact we are talking so much about gareth bell and there is widespread talent in this swiss team in this turkey team in this italy team there's so much talent and when we're talking about the welsh we are mainly primarily focusing on the performance of one player there is obviously other talent in the team manchester united's daniel james is just one of the players there who plays for a top club and may be able to have a good tournament but i just think it's too much here for the welsh i think it's too tough a group and we are looking at the other two. It's very, very difficult for me to make a strong lean here as to who will finish second place here in this group. So I'm not going to, I'm simply going to say, take the Italians and take them as far as to reached the quarterfinals of this tournament i really like what i'm seeing with the defense with mancini and especially with the attack something that we've not really seen from italian teams going into the major tournament it's been all about the defensive line it's been all about nicking one nil wins and i think they will participate in games that go under the total here in this group However, that won't be down to their play. That will be down to the fact that Switzerland and Turkey will make things very, very difficult for them and make themselves difficult to break down. And and even Wales, as I said, I'll reiterate, Wales have had a very, very good defensive record. Wales have been a team who have been notoriously involved in under games. But um, I just think there's too much for Wales to do here and it really is down to the other three. And anyone of Turkey or Switzerland could not only be a surprise package in terms of surprising us by winning this great group, um, they could also be a surprise package in terms of finding themselves doing very, very well in this tournament. So, in terms of doing well, don't just focus on the huge teams here. There are going to be some teams that you're not expecting, like a Turkey or a Switzerland, who sneak through a few rounds in this tournament and uh, we'll be talking about a few more of these teams as we break down all of the groups and we'll be doing Group B tomorrow here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network and the Soccer Gambling Podcast. But until then, that's it for me and this group a preview good luck with all your bets as always and thanks for listening